Welcome to Working Dog Radio, broadcasting the bite. All right, everybody, we want to take a second to talk to you about an amazing sponsor. We have an amazing relationship with RayAllen.com. Ray Allen is a one-stop shop for everything dog, not just working dogs. Everything dog that you need, you can go down there, check them out, RayAllen.com. Awesome people. They got everything you need. Another one of our favorite partnerships is with a dog trip. They've been with us from the start. Uh, great collars, great ball poppers, great GPS tracking, big dog, small dog, bark collars, everything. I got everything like that they have at the kennel. We use it every day. Be sure to head them up, dogtrip.com. Listen for the discount code later in the episode. Hey guys, it's going to happen. August 16th through the 19th, HITS is coming back. The HITS Canine Conference in Orlando, Florida, August 16th through the 19th. Get on there. It's the biggest, the best. Check it out. Hitscanine.net. Hitscanine.net. Get registered now. Take the guesswork out of making sure you're feeding your working dog correctly by using Kinetic Dog Food. Hit them up at kineticdogfood.com and look them up on the Instagrams at Kinetic Dog Food. Take all the guesswork out and do it right from the beginning. We love Horizon Structures. Dude, this stuff is so awesome, man. You can get online. You can talk to them. You could build it you want from mild to wild. They'll come bring it to your place, set it down on your pad, hook up your power, hook up your water, and you can put dogs in it that day. If you don't believe me, check out some guys like uh, Justin Rigney. He's got a great setup there. Ask him. Check him out, horizonstructures.com. All right, everybody. We are back. Working Dog Radio, Broadcasting the Bite. Another episode from the uh, Hits Canine Conference here in Orlando, Florida. Uh, my name is Eric Samber. With me, as always, is Ted Summers. Uh, not from Oklahoma right now. He's from Orlando, Florida. Yeah. What's We're going next on? to SeaWorld. Yeah. Somebody asked me uh, Somebody asked me if I was going to SeaWorld. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking going to SeaWorld. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? Or, or like Harry Potter World. Yeah. No. Nope. Not happening. By the way, this is Gary with Worthless Handler. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. so what, what's been going on here? What are we doing? Uh, we instructed this morning, full class. We instructed again on Friday before we jet out. Uh, yeah, it was good. We had a good feedback. We had uh, a lot of people, more people that, I mean, I know what the official numbers are for downloads on us. Uh, and it's not a small number, but it still shocks me when people come up to me and they're like, oh, I listen to your episodes. I'm like, you do? Like, I'm, I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm sitting in my fucking office and Eric is in his closet <laughs> when we do these. <laughs> yeah. like, we're doing it for ourselves, right? Nobody. And like that. right now, we're like, oh, it's super glamorous for sitting in a fucking closet. I can make Tom Cruise jokes all day, like South Park. And like, it's literally a... Like, it's the closest thing that they had to the convention floor. And if not, the oh, hits guys are like... Eight? Yeah, they're like... The, like the guys at Hits were like, well, I mean, you, we got another room upstairs. But you got to go like, I mean, it's a mile. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's fine. This it's got work. a black couch in it, and yeah. they exactly. promised me things. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are there tripods? Don't you worry about <laughs> it. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I tell you, this morning for sure was the biggest class we've done. Yeah. Uh, well, the first blue line, we had 102 people in a 55 person room. We packed them in, but there was. I don't know, man, two or 300 people there this morning. I don't know what that room holds, but it was a lot. And it was really cool, like really cool. Yeah, it was. Um, there was a lot of guys in there that I really respect, so I was really happy that they came in and, and listened. I, you know, they were probably there more to support than anything. But So who's our guest today? Well, uh, right now we have on uh, Matt Wilson uh, from Ray Allen. And I was like, so what, the, what do you do? Like, what, <laughs> what do you do at Ray Allen? Besides everything. <laughs> well, I think the, how I try to describe it is, 
everybody thinks we're like this giant company. And I think that's like one of the biggest issues, right? Like everybody, you know, they sit there and because we've been around for 75 years and we have this big social media presence, we have this website that has, you know, 6,000 products and then, you know, they, all this stuff and they don't realize that we're 40 people, like literally from the CEO to the bottom, like 40 people. And I think that's, what's like pretty difficult to like convey to people that we're actually human there because I, I think there was a, in the past there was kind of like a, you know, and this is, you know, 15, 20 years ago, there was like a stigma of like, we were the big company and it was Ray Allen or go fuck yourself, you know? And it was just like, you know, and we really want to like, you, you know, should the, put that on a t-shirt. Right. <laughs> Ray Allen or go fuck yourself. I mean, that might be a good one. I made one for street league going out for the trial and it says, I am Ray Allen. And it says, just kidding. I just worked there. <laughs> <laughs> Cause a lot of people come up and they're like, Ray Allen. And I'm like, that dude died in the nineties, but all right. You know, um, I want to talk to Mr. Allen now. <laughs> right. Exactly. I want to talk to your manager. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm more of a dick than the manager. So, um, yeah, so I kind of, I do bids and contracts. I do a lot of sales. Uh, you know, we have a real small team of three of us that do design work. Um, so we kind of think of an idea that most of the time it's something that we want. And then we, end up, you know, taking some scrap and making it when we have extra time for making the gear that you guys are buying and trying to get it to you as quickly as possible. And yeah, that's where the new products come from. And then, you know, I also do all the, like you see me on all the videos and doing that stuff with the other, the other Matt, mm -hmm. um, and doing that. So, yeah. The thing that I think is pretty cool about, uh, Ray Allen, and there's a lot I like about it, but with you guys is that you do collabs with people. Yeah. And you know, it's a, it's a business collaboration. Everybody yeah. makes money. Everybody does well. Um, so dude, I'm constantly racking my fucking brain. Like I got to come up with an invention for Ray. You Allen. and Gary too. Yeah. Worthless is like, <laughs> I need some, but I'm like, you can do a leash. He's like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know. come up with something different. Cause <laughs> yeah. Cause we've, we've seen, you know, uh, everything with, with Mike Jones and all that. And I'm like, these motherfuckers are not Nesbeth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what is going on with Ray Allen right now? Cause you know, we talk about Ray Allen in our podcast have been a uh, great relationship for years. And one thing, you know, because we're in the working dog world, we we're buying everything for police dogs and that's like this big, huge thing. And then you guys reach out and goes, Hey, just remember that we're dogs, not just working dogs, but dogs. I'm like, well, shit, of course. Cause I bought a million things, but people forget. And mo I'm, I would assume that most canine handlers probably also have a dog, a pet dog at home. Um, how, how do you split time there with that? Is it, uh, you got to kind of, how do you keep an equal mindset working family dogs, all that stuff? So I think there's, there's a couple of different ways to look at it. One, we own another company called J and J dog supplies, which does, uh, if anybody's ever seen like the dogs that jump through hoops and, you know, over the bridge and stuff like that, we make all the equipment for that for like the AKC. Uh, so that's kind of our pet side, um, colored biothane, you know, collars, you know, just the basic kind of stuff, toys, you know, like whatever. Um, but you know, it's, it's kind of that funny thing that it's like, you know, I, I got a Mal who did a lot of work, you know, like just sport work and stuff like that. But like that dude sleeps on the bed at night, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, and it's like, it's both, you know? And so it's, and you know, I, I talked to, I talked to a bunch of handlers and you guys would know this too. Like when I started training in, you know, Oh six or whatever it was, I, you know, I had a gun belt that had every fucking accessory that you could ever think of and a training vest and everything in there. And then like, 
as I like progressed through training, it was like, Oh, I have a leash and a collar. And I think I have some treats in my hoodie pouch, you know? And like, and that's what it gets to. And so it's, it's how can we get both of those people? You know, like I, like, um, that new tug dangler. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it's, um, uh, you know, just, a. I, I had this idea and it was years ago about putting a tug on my belt because I didn't want to put it in my cargo pocket after I gave it to my dog and it was a bunch of slobber and, you know, I put it in my hoodie and it was a bunch of slobber and shit like that. So I was like, how can I put a pouch, but a pouch for a tug is weird yeah. because you know, it's circular or whatever, or it's an oval kind of thing and it's long and it's phallic shaped just like you guys. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, but, uh, it's like your face, right? Um, no, but like, you know, how do you hold that in there? You know? And so I had made a couple and I gave it to people and they're like, Oh, this happened. Like I gave one to Gary and he was like, I literally lost a tug. I don't know where it went. He goes, I was running down the road and it just was gone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, how do I keep it in here? So it's like, we try to progress that stuff. And I think the important part that people need to understand is that like, you, you know, you might get something and you might be mad right now. Like, Oh, this wasn't what you thought it was literally hit me up and I can change it. Mm-hmm. Like we want to progress. We want to make it better. We want to like, we don't want to stay stagnant. Like the same thing didn't work 10 years ago that works now. So, you know, yeah. like that, that's kind of like where we're at is we're just, where's the progression? Where's the moving forward? And then also st- uh, sustainability, with products that we've made. I mean, we have 6,500 products and almost 4,000 of them are made in house. Nice. So 2,000 of them are like the treats and the Kongs and stuff like that. So, well, it's funny because you say about changing it up because if, and I, this is one of my favorite stories is we, uh, we were in Colorado for a HRD event and you were there doing some decoy work and you brought that incog hoodie pouch. Oh yeah. And I was like, this is, fucking awesome yeah let me go make a video about it and put it on my social media and i put it on there and a few hours later you're like hey hey dude that was a prototype like stop can we these don't come out for like two more months but then since those came out because didn't you guys start getting calls about them oh fucking right away well and the other thing that you said on it which (laughs) was my favorite word i can't say it but yeah you know I, i i say some stupid stuff so but um you uh, you had to change it though yeah. mm-hmm. because the way it was set up, I think it was opposite. Yeah, it was opposite where mm-hmm. you would be throwing with your left hand on a toy. You had food in the other, but then you think, well, most people are right hand or a majority of people, mm-hmm. and you had to switch it. And uh, I ended up getting a couple of those too. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I love it because I live in hoodies and all. Yeah, I fucking live. No in right. It. And um, so that that stuff is pretty cool. Um, and that shit was all Mike Jones. You know, yeah. like we were sitting there and I had a border collie at the time that eat through my clothes because I had fucking dog treat. You know, just like yeah. saying I had a leash and a collar and treats and I had border collie eating my fucking shit. And like Mike Jones sends me up and he goes, hey, man, how can we put like a liner inside of a pocket? And it was like, yeah. And then we just started making stuff. You like, use the pocket one, right? Don't you? The oh, yeah, I use the hoodie one because I, I too oh, live in hoodies. Yeah. Yes, I, I too live in hoodies. Yeah, and I like it because we've we've a lot of us, Ted and I included, because we've learned from a lot of people, have switched to a lot of food stuff. Right, and I'm like, man, my pants stink. Hundred yeah, percent, like fucking dog food, hot dogs, and spoiled, oh, fuck, man, yeah, stained up. Um, so one of the one of the things I want to talk about is besides, and I don't know how you have time to do this because you guys are so busy. Is you really dove into the search and rescue world? Yeah. Um, my curiosity, cause again, I, we, I've talked about this and you and I've talked about, it, I, I wasn't all that versed in search and rescue and still they started 
Well, they started coming on the podcast, and then they started coming to my facility, and then I noticed how everybody's out of pocket on everything. And, everything. And, and, and there's really no support. And, and that says a lot because, you know, police canine guys aren't out of pocket too much. Right. They, I mean, they are, but they're not, there's a limit to mm-hmm. it. Um, the, the funny, or not the funny thing, but the thing that fascinates me is, is that people in search and rescue, especially on the live find side mm-hmm. of things, are fail over and over and over and over on the, Constant. Live, on the live find part. How do you live for hope? How, how does that work when you're training and you're thinking? Because as far as I know, there's been like one live FEMA find at a disaster ever. And we, when we had um, yeah. uh, the avalanche dog episode, mm-hmm. we called Jake. Nope. With Jake. Yeah, yeah. with Jake. Yeah. And he's like, oh, by the way, we've never found a live person in avalanche. Ever. I'm like, yep. how do you reconcile that through all that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. so I will say that, you know, and this is to the team that, I'm on their credit. Like, so the hard part with Colorado is that we're a very mountainous place. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of dog stuff. So if you go down like here, Florida, you know, deep woods, Georgia, that kind of stuff, like you're going to get a lot of search and rescue with dogs, right? They're going to, you know, scent hounds, stuff like that, air scent and ground scent. Um, but in Colorado, it's more like this person fell off a cliff or this person cliffed himself out during a climb, or we have this thing called the incline in Colorado Springs, which is 2,700 something steps. That's one mile straight up pretty much. Is that what, what's her name did? Yeah. hundred percent. Wow. You were yeah. training yeah. out there. She went and did that, came back yeah. bright red. Yeah. yeah. She was like, that was horrific, you know, <laughs> and everybody thinks, you know, it's just Made a mile. Dinner, no, right. <laughs> everybody thinks it's just a mile and it will crush your soul, especially at 7,000 feet. So, yeah. um, but most of ours are, you know, we, you know, is hiking up to the person with, you know, 60, 70 pounds on your back with a litter and carrying them down, mm-hmm. you know, and getting them out of this situation. Um, that part of it, we actually do a lot of life finds. Um, that's actually more, more, we, more of ours are like rescues for a person that's oh, in okay. danger. That's awesome. So in my mindset, it's actually a lot more positive. Um, but on the dog side, it's hard because it's most of the time it's human remains detection. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, we had one where this guy was hiking and just like ran into a human jaw, like just like scuffed it and like, but it was, but it was like just the bone Mm -hmm. and like a couple teeth. And so like he called in and so they went and like searched and like had to find all the different bones and stuff like that. And like, you know, like it's, yeah, it's rough, you know, like, oh. and like the, some of the best ones though, like in all honesty, we had one where, um, uh, we got called for a kid. Um, and I, because I'd done so much canine work, I wasn't on the canine team cause I didn't have a dog that didn't want to murder people. Um, so I was, uh, assisting on it. So I was just kind of following it. Cause the handler, what happens is usually like the handlers so focused on the dog and seeing what the dog is doing that you have an assistant that's like then looking like, Oh, is like, does he see, you know, do you see the kid in the culvert or whatever? Yeah. Right. And so I was just kind of falling around because this kid ran away because he was upset of his mom and it was so cold. He climbed into a culvert and like, we just happened to walk right by him. And like the dog was like rip and went in there and was like, Oh, there's a kid here. Hi. I love you. You're the best. And I was like, and that was the first time that I had ever seen a dog. Cause I, you know, coming from like the bite world, mm-hmm. like seeing a dog, like go in there and not like nuke him, you know? So yeah, I was right. like, he was just like, Oh, you're the best. And I was like, huh? So that's what it's like to be happy. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Dude. I, I would give me goosebumps. Yeah. Man, when I see a kid yeah. or something like that. That's crazy. So, um, all right, we love the Perkinsons down in uh, North Carolina at Highland Canine Training. They are great people, great trainers. They got a good business model. They're awesome folks. We've been with them for a long time. 
they're also super smart and they understand that a lot of agencies are struggling to have manpower. So they're not sending people away for training. You guys have been there, you know, you put in denied lack of manpower. So they've created an online course section of their website, tactical police canine training.com. You get on there under training the online course, but here's the best thing is they offer a supervisor canine supervisor course, which we know a lot of uh, police canine supervisors don't get to go to training. They don't know as much as they should right here online. Uh, the course discusses topics such as proper selection of dogs and handlers, proper deployment, effective allocation and utilization, as well as liability and the FLSA issues, which we know is where all the legal stuff comes from interdepartmental. Uh, the course can be taken at your convenience and you will receive a certificate of completion at the end. Uh, they're offering an amazing discount, guys. 30% off using the discount code WDR30. It's a no-brainer. If you're a police supervisor and you guys have manpower issues and you can't go, get on tacticalpolicek9training.com under the training tab. Get on that supervisor's course, man. I'm telling you, it's a smart decision. Another one of our favorite partnerships with the podcast here is the one and only Dogtra. The Dogtra guys have been producing some amazing tools in the dog training world for a long time. Everything from e-collars, GPS tracking, ball trainers. If it's electric and you use it with a dog, they've probably done it. They're the best. They are revolutionizing the way you communicate with the dog. I use it daily, whether I'm using pets. Uh, I use the 200C on most of our pets. Uh, most of my patrol guys will use a 1900 hands-free, 1900S hands-free. And then I use the ball popper pretty much daily with all of our detection dogs for imprinting on our box protocols. So hit them up at Dogtra Official on Instagram and Facebook. And then you've got Dogtra.com. And when you go there, if you use the discount code WDR10, they'll give you 10% off a single item over 200 bucks. So if you're looking at a 1900S or that ball popper pro or one of those things, it'll knock a substantial chunk off there. So hit them up, doctor.com, WDR10. So everybody knows that Ted and I uh, not only train police dogs, we train pet dogs, right? We train dogs. So it's why our relationship with Ray Allen Manufacturing is so important. They've, these guys have been doing this so long. They knew and they understand that dogs are dogs and it's not just working dog people that need things for their dog and dog training. So you go to rayallen.com. They have everything dog related that you need. Anything that when it comes to dogs, pet dogs, your pet training dogs, police dogs, dogs you're training for other departments, anything you need, rayallen.com. Uh, they've got it. You can get on there. So if you're ordering stuff for police dogs and if you have a pet side, you can get it all in one, man. They ship it out. Got a nice big box full of a whole bunch of stuff. There's nothing better than getting a big box of dog training stuff in the mail. They also are great to us and they offer a discount code working dog radio, all capital letters, working dog radio for 10% off. Check them out. RayAllen.com. Great people. Ted and I use them every day. Super excited to have American Aluminum Accessories on board with us here at the podcast. These guys manufacture a wide variety of products from high quality cam locker toolboxes to an extensive line of products designed to meet the ever-changing needs of law, the law enforcement community. Around 1992, due to the demand for safe and secure transport for a local law enforcement agency's canine unit, they introduced the very first in-vehicle Easy Rider canine container. So it was basically what we now call just our inserts. They have continuously grown and expanded uh, the products, 
catering to the needs and the wants of their valued customers and high-profile clientele, and catering specifically to law enforcement. Over the years, as the needs have changed for law enforcement, they've evolved and expanded the products to include inmate transport systems, the canine training aids, which I use quite a bit of, canine inserts. Most of, every one of my guys has one of those things. And you know, you, if you're not even have to be in law enforcement, I have several friends that are civilians that work lots of dogs that have the inserts put into their cars too. So if you got one that fits, you can do it. Uh, they also do contraband and animal control systems, just to name a few. So be sure to hit them up. The website is Easy Rider Online. So that's the letter E, the letter Z as in zebra, rideronline.com. If you're looking for them on Instagram and Facebook, it's American Aluminum Accessories. Feel free to hit them up there too. So our first and oldest sponsor that's been with us from the beginning is Arno out, out at ALM, uh, out there in, in Las Vegas area. Arno is a great dude. He makes great stuff for, for police work and sport work, suits, tugs. I'm telling you right now, his tugs are the best in the business. You can't get any better. Multiple colors. Uh, I, I buy boxes of them from him and give them out to everybody. Uh, I've got a bite suit from him. Love it. I've had it for a little over three years, and it's holding up like a champ. Um, Ted's got a suit that he's had forever from ALM. Uh, we wouldn't go anywhere else, man. We love it. Arno is such a good dude. His uh, ALMK9Equipment.com is the website. Get on there. He's got pre-made suits. He can do custom suits based on your measurements. Um, he's got stuff already already made up. If you kind of get a kind of generic large size, maybe for everybody, the colors he has, man, is really cool. He can put a lot of stuff on those suits. Uh, check him out, ALMK9Equipment.com, and use the discount code WDRADIO for 10% off. You know, running a kennel is one of those things that I always worry about is cleanliness and safety of dogs. And it's, it seems like it's an ever changing issue being able to house dogs and move things around everything else. So the guys at horizon structure make this as easy as possible. Literally the only thing you have to do is have water and power hookups and they deliver it and you can put dogs in that day and it's comes built, comes on a trailer. They just drop it off. You plug it in, put dogs in it and you're ready to rock. You keep them clean. You keep them safe. You keep them cool in the summer and warm in the winter time. And it's completely custom. You can go complete mild to wild. I've seen some that were stainless steel all the way from top to bottom on the inside. And then I've seen some for a, a bulldog breeder that, you know, had smaller gates because those things can't jump. So if you reach out to them, uh, they're sitting there waiting for you to call and help you through the custom design process. They have everything from two dog ones up to, uh, I want to say like 18 or 20. It's a lot of, you can put a lot of dogs, indoor, outdoor runs. So anything you've ever dreamed of, they've got it or have done it or can do it. So they've taken all the guesswork out of building it. Everything is pre-done to your specifications that it's assembled, dropped off, boom, you're ready to rock. Things are amazing. Uh, Rigney has one. Uh, we've had him on the show a couple of times. Go check out his Instagram and you can see he's posted it up there before. Go look Horizon up at Horizon Structures, spelled out uh, on the internet. It's horizonstructures.com. And you're going to look for the link in there that says commercial dog kennels or give them a call 888-447-4337. They'd love to talk to you and get you started on the way. What is... If, if you're going to go out, mm -hmm. you're taking your dog, you're going to go up, say maybe just a training hike or something. Yeah. What are some three go-to things that you guys make that you're like, I'm never going out without this. So, um, this is going to sound like a sales pitch, 
it's not meant to be. <laughs> but like, I mean, obviously I work for Ray Allen, Ray Allen Manufacturing, established <laughs> in 1948. Um, so the, the big thing is, you know, like I run the Nomad harness, you know, because I can do like a winter body, I can do a summer body, I can do a skid plate if I'm going in like deep brush. But the thing about ours is uh, something that's really um, like different with our kind of harnesses is our harnesses are all modular. And almost everything that we do, we make all this other stuff for it that people don't know about. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, like the Nomad, I use just the skeleton part, right? So it's just this bare harness. I know that if I have to throw a Swiss seat on there and repel with the dog, I know I'm going to be good. Um, but we make like backpack attachments. So it's a backpack attachment with the dog. Um, I always have at least, you know, the water for the dog and everything like that. Food, water bowl, everything that you kind of need. Um, and I also carry a spare litter like a litter to carry the dog. Yeah. Um, and then the second piece of equipment is I always carry, um, we have this leash called the uh, service dog leash. And the reason why we called it a service dog leash was a guy came in and was like, I want your leather service dog leash in nylon. And, but he didn't want the ring, you know, the yeah, slide. Yeah. And so then I was like, Oh, I'm just going to molly it all the way down with two pieces of nylon. And I made it long enough to where I can make backpack straps out of it. Oh, no. Christ. So, That's yeah. Funny. So I, uh, so I was like, okay, so, you know, you slide it through the harness a certain way. We have videos of doing it and like, I'll backpack my dog. So I have that for like, that's the harness or that's the leash and the harness that I go out walking and everything like that. And the other thing I always carry with me, no matter what is a muzzle. No. Like yeah. I have, I've seen, you know, like I've, I'd been in training for 17 years, roughly, because uh, I started in 06 and then started with Ray Allen seven, eight years ago. And uh, I'd, I'd seen uh, golden retrievers nuke their owner no. when they break a, break a toenail. Yeah. Nicest dog in the world. Grab that toenail, that thing, and whaps the owner because it's in pain. Yeah. And a dog in pain is unreliable. You know, yeah. so like I always carry a muzzle no matter what. Like, so if my dog breaks a leg and I got to carry him out or I got to carry him to the vet, that, that dog is not now a liability to someone else and we need to help him. So a muzzle is the absolute most important thing that I put in my pack to go on a hike because if something happens, I need to muzzle him up, it's going to be there. Yeah, and you guys got fuck a lot of muzzles yeah like leather and yeah. different sizes in the cloth or not well, that well was, the mesh ones yeah well that was my favorite thing i was talking to uh spikes canine you know like mm -hmm. and you know not to shout them out or anything they do some great stuff oh, you yeah. know and um i know that they use in other companies harnesses and stuff like that but like you know i've i've talked to a couple people there and they were like your muzzle that Ram muzzle is the best muzzle. It is the one everybody uses. Yeah. We will never go to a different one. Man, since like, I've been in Canine 05, we, we're using Ram muzzles. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like, people send us f photos of them, like, just gunked up. Yeah. And just, you know, the whole thing's railed out because, like, they've rubbed off all the metal because they've hit so many things. They look good so, when you paint them, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they look pretty yeah. cool. Uh, uh, working dog dry goods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> working dog dry goods. In fact, one of those muzzles ended up uh, at a protest in... Ended up at a protest in uh, Philly, and the handler was actually at uh, Blue Line. Really? And he came up to me, he was like, oh, and I recognized him because he'd been doing HRD. And I was like, I think I know this kid. I definitely recognized him because I sent it to Matt. I was like, dude, check it out. And they were, it was like some bullshit, and the dog was nuking people with the muzzle <laughs> on. And the handler came up to me. So uh, that's a little, how far are we in on this so we don't get demonetized? No, we're good. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, I always, we didn't demonetize. We're paying. What? <laughs> Fucking YouTube. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So, um, not 
not getting any trade secrets, yeah. but is there a genre or anything you kind of moving into or looking for, looking into? Um, I mean, in all honesty, you know, it's like, like with that tug dangler and stuff like that, it's like, what would I like to run or like, you know, 10th groups right down the street from us. So like a lot of those dudes, you know, like we're good friends. We hang out with them all the time, mm -hmm. you know, and they go, yeah, man, it'd be really cool if you had this or like, Hey, have you ever thought of this? And I'm like, yeah, this is our option for it. Or like, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Or like handlers, we got, you know, a big CSPD is our, like is in our city. They got a big canine unit that come in mm -hmm. all the time. We talk to all of them. About I mean, two of them, those guys yeah. were legit. Good yeah, dogs, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, and Castle Rock PD is up the street and like all those guys. So like, you know, we can have good feedback from everybody. And the thing is, is, you know, um, I was actually talking to a, a Maricopa County guy, you know, and he was like, you know, it's funny cause you know, there's other companies, you know, and like, there's a piece of pie for all these people. Right. You know, like I love what I do. I love Rayal. I bleed that thing, you know? And the, the greatest part about it is that like, someone's like, Oh, I don't like that. I'm like, okay. Like, I like it. Mm -hmm. I yeah. like what we make, you know, like, oh, well, you know, and I'm just like, all right, like, have a good one, man. It's okay. It's okay, man. I yeah. don't, I'm not like hurting. Right. Like, yeah. I like you, you know, like, it's cool, man. I want you to be happy about what you have on your dog. Cause if you're not happy about what you're running on your dog, it's like running a play carrier. Yeah. If you're running a shitty play carrier, like it sucks to run that thing, mm -hmm. you know, and then you get in like a Pharaoh or a Spirit and you're like, okay, yeah. this is what it's yeah. like to be Gucci, you know, like eight. Hey, so for us, it's more about. You know, how can we, one, like we're going real heavy on content, you know, so we're making mm -hmm. videos. If you guys haven't seen, we're doing videos on videos oh, on yeah. videos on videos. Everybody's dialed in on the reels now. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And like, you know, I mean, we're, you know, and, and I think that's the best part about us is, um, you know, like you're talking about with the collaboration, you know, like we have this collab with like, you know, we made those, all the, all the collabs with Mike Jones, like I'm going to shout out him real quick. Mm -hmm. Cause like promo canine, that dude, like. I, and the, the reason why me and him work so well together is he was the first dude that wasn't trying to change the wheel. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, being in Canon for so long, you've been in Canon for so long, like all these dudes come in and they're like, ah, like, oh, I got this brand new idea. And I'm like, Eric said it today in the presentation. Leashes have been around so long. There's fucking cave paintings of them. Right. So speaking of which, did you guys invent the hip lead? <laughs> Talk to Howard Young about that. Uh, <laughs> shout out Greybeard. Love you. Uh, no, um, <laughs> No, but the thing is, is that like, uh, we can collab with people, you know, like yeah. we can work with people, you know, like, and you know, with Mike Jones, with all the different stuff that we made with him and like, he wasn't trying to reinvent it. He was like, Hey, have you thought about this? You know, there was a lot of products before like our incog stuff that I, he was like, you thought about this? I was like, yeah, this is what we got. He goes, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, oh, you have an option for yeah. it. You know, like it wasn't trying to change everything. You know, it was like, then we started thinking of new stuff. And then like when Nesbeth came in and he was like, hey, man, like the GTFO cover, like, can you guys make that? And boom, yeah, we can. Yeah. We started collabing with people instead of being like, nah, this is ours. You know, Ray Allen or nothing. Like, we're like, no, man, it's like, like we want to be a family with everybody. We like everybody. Like, let's bring everybody in. Let's work together. Let's do this. I mean, it's like, uh, if you talk to Lee from Modern Icon. You know, like he, like he calls us frenemies. Yeah. That's what he said. Like, yeah. Yeah. In our yeah. Like, like him and I, like we, we, we think we're like, our ideas are good. Like we, we both think like that. We're both very creative. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, like if I can say a story real quick with mm -hmm. him, like, uh, he's got this leather collar that's like wrapped leather nylon. And then with like nylon on the outside, it's beautiful. I mean, it's a beautiful collar. And, um, I couldn't bring myself to have one, you know, cause I'd be, yeah. I'd be a trader for sure. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to make my own. 
Um, and I called him up and I had, I had done a piece of like actual thick leather, you know, and put some nylon on it and put a buckle on it and everything like that. And I was like, it's different enough from yours, but, and I wrote it on the post. This is not, you know, like the leather with the nylon is not something that I thought of, yeah. you know, like I thought modern icons was very beautiful and I wanted my own, you know? And he was like, yeah, man, like that's, that's perfect. Like, and I think that's something that should happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be, you know, like that kind of collaboration is beautiful. Right. You know? Yeah. And honestly, in the police world, if you just paint it black, they'll fucking buy it. Yeah. The tactical right. block of wood. If it right. has a holster, they're buying a fucking kydex on it. Right. Call it good guy wearing everything on there. Right. Or if he has a trident, <coughs> Mike <Rillen. coughs> yeah. Mike. So, um, rayallen.com, uh, we talk about it in our ads all the time. It's not just working dogs, it's dogs. And you yep. can get all, a lot of shit you need. Um, how has, and it's probably, it's going to annoy you a touchy subject. How bad is the supply chain stuff been for you guys? Um, you know, it's funny cause some people make like excuses or say like, it's not a big deal or anything like that. Uh, the supply chain, you know, like for instance, um, if you go from, you know, pre COVID, right? Like we could order French linen from France, you know, for our suits. And it was like, Oh, it's going to be, you know, four weeks and then it's on the water right now. It's eight months. Wow. You know, leather is try to find a Herm Springer fucking prong collar. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, we were, you know, I, I'm not going to say they were hard to find before COVID. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm not going to say the number, but the amount of money like behind in orders that we were in Herm Springer in like 2020 was crazy. Yeah. You know, just because like the amount of orders we were getting in and they're like, you know, it's nothing against them. You know, they, they were shut down. They couldn't, they could literally couldn't make anything. Yeah, and they, and they would start up and they get shut down, mm-hmm. start up and get constant, shut down. Constant. And he's trying to build a new factory mm-hmm. next to his other factory, and that got shut down. Right, everything. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a wholesaler for him. Yeah. I use it for our clients yeah, and things. absolutely. My trainers get so mad because they're like, when? I go, guys, they told me to call back in six weeks. Yeah. And don't hold your breath. Right. So what's the big roll, uh, run on Buddy Bowls, man? Why the fuck <laughs> is everybody buying a Buddy Bowl, man? I like 50 people tell me. They're like... Dude, I, I can't get a buddy bowl. I can't get one. Yeah, well, it's yeah. because we had them forever. And the same thing, supply chain. You yeah. know, the other thing, the molds broke. So really? Like the the guy made that's that's if I remember correctly, that's what happened. The molds broke, so they had to make new molds, which cost a dumb amount of money for molds, um, and then get new molders to mold them. You know, and like all that kind of stuff, and it just turned out we had we got the first run of buddy bowls like twenty twenty, and it was like all the caps didn't fit. So they just popped open. Yeah. Like there was no suction to them, you know? So it was like, fuck. How does it mold you know? break? They drop yeah. on the floor? Well, it's just over time. Oh, you just press and press yeah. and press and press. And so, out. yeah. So, I mean, like we're, we're told right now, like, you know, whenever this is, what this is the 17th, like we're told right now that, uh, six to eight weeks for our next pallet. Or, yeah. Which yeah. are sold probably. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like in a day, like we, we brought all that we had left which was, I think, six, and they sold within one minute of that door opening. Oh, opening, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. People, I, I yeah. saw those in there when, before yeah. they opened. I was like, I'll bet. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was that. It was the GTFO covers were mm-hmm. sold instantly. And, uh, I mean, as of today, because we brought a lot of them, but, like, I mean, this is Alicia's fault, but, like, uh, is those uh, uh, 
breaker bars. Yeah. yeah. The breaker bars instantly out. Yeah. We like, talk. I tell you what, I was yeah. surprised today at our thing. We always ask how many of you guys use in breaker bars. Shocking how many people raise their hand. Because usually it's one or two. We sell tons. Yeah. We did this at uh, Bravo 3 and we asked and no one raised their hand. And they're like, doesn't it break their teeth? I'm like, wow. Who the fuck you talk to? Right. But, well, because they hear the word break. Well, they, yeah, well, they heard. Yeah, they think yeah, they're yeah. prying. They don't know the concept. Right, then we show them. At the first, at the first uh, Bravo 3, yeah. we actually did it with your dog. Yeah. yeah. We did a bite and used a breaker stick. And these guys are like... <gasps> they look at you like you're a fucking wizard. Yeah. Like it's fucking magic. Just threw some, yeah. threw some magic on it. But now everybody's using them. In the video today, in, the, on the, in our presentation, I have one of my guys doing having a bite and one of Eric's yeah, guys. Yeah. And both of them fucking yeah. using... Pop them right up. Well, Didn't we were, say a word. Yeah, we yeah. were talking to Israeli guys. And like the Israeli guys were like, you choke them off. Just choke them off. And I was like, yeah, but how long is it going to take? If they're on that for a certain amount of time, I don't, you know, every county, every department's different, but they can't be on that bike mm -hmm. for that long. You know, like, so how long can you take that off? How long does it get them to choke off? Or you can just go, hold up. Yeah. Like. The, I mean, related to what we're yeah. talking about, unrelated to Ray Allen is the, the choke off. Nobody practices it when the guy's on the ground. Not enough. And that is hard. Or everybody, harder. Everybody does it when they're standing yes. up. And it's like, I can oh. do that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, just press them. Yeah. Just lift but up. what are you going to do when they're on the ground? Right. It's different. Yeah. Or in the backseat of a car or in a drainage tunnel or right. <laughs> where you right. don't have any leverage well, attic. Or well, I mean, I think, I yeah. think that's what like was wild about like, you know, I was talking to Courtney Wolf about that, mm -hmm. you know, like where he was, he was, he was talking about that, like all the different, like you can't just put the dog on a bite and then be like, now cuff the hands. Yeah. Like there has to be thought process that goes through mm -hmm. with that. And if you're not thinking about that, then you're fucked. Yeah. We, like, in theory, we tell people uh, in training, listen, we're going to try to cuff under power right. while the dog's on the guy. Yeah. And then you go over there and you're like, he's biting him in the wrist. What, what am I supposed to do? Right. Or shit happens. You know, it's not as easy as people right. think. Right. So positive control, boop, pop 100%. off. Don't say out 500 times. Right. Yep. Anyways. Don't even say Ray out. .com. Um, If you look in the show notes of the of this episode, we do have a, a discount code. We've had one since the beginning. I hope Before it comes through a lot on your... Well, see, the problem is we have to change it so goddamn often so many people use it because <laughs> they, like, you're all those welcome. websites, yeah. Get, yeah, start picking it up. And it's, I mean, you're, yours and Mike Jones, you guys are the ones we have to change all the concept because you guys both push it so much. So, yeah. again, thank you guys so much. Well, the websites that... Yeah. that hunt those things yeah, out yeah, okay that you can go it. to like you know whatever coupon or whatever and you can type in our website and it'll pop up with like your code and mike's code every nice time. yeah because you guys use it so again often, we so. record in my closet in his <laughs> office you're talking about the you know people coming up and being like like oh i, I saw you you know like yeah. i saw you today like all right i listen to your episodes every week or whatever like this guy last night he legit walks up to the booth and he goes he goes, yeah, man, I was talking to you yesterday and I bought that stuff and it was cool. And he was like, man, I was laying in bed and I was scrolling through my phone. And he goes, and you fucking popped up, man. And you're one of your fucking reels. He man. goes, and I'm watching it. And I'm like, I was like, he was like, I was hanging out with him. And now I'm watching him to go to bed. And he's like, yeah. God damn it. And I was like, you're welcome, sir. <laughs> like, uh, so I just, just invited him up to your room. Yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> no, no, that is only for <laughs> Howard Young. Right. Howard Young, this is for you. Yeah. By the time this airs, uh, I made a video for you guys, uh, like a promotional video. Yeah. It'll probably have already come out. Um, cool. But while I was answering one of your questions, I looked over and there was a dude taking a picture of me doing an interview with you. I'm like, 
Interesting. It's weird, right? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I clean piss and shit half of my life. Dude, right? that's a. Everybody's like, dog training so cool. I'm like, nine percent is shit, mm. man. If people think that's all you do all day, like I just spent an hour on the phone with the fucking Oklahoma Tax Commission. <laughs> like I, I'm like, it just nothing to do. Uh, so oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. there, you know, or I'm talking to fucking admins or dealing with invoicing or dealing oh, whatever, dude. and people are like, must be great to train patrol dog all day. I'm like, man, that's what you think I do dude, all day. Like, I, like I have that conversation <laughs> with people all the time. I'm going. Like, oh, you think that we just, like, make videos and, like, dick around? Like, we're fixing songs. Like, I'm a song machine mechanic. Yeah. yeah. Like, like we got two of them at Ram. Dude, that's what I asked. You started the interview like, by asking, like, what do yeah. you do? And yeah. you're like, uh, yeah, all of it? So, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, we get this meeting and that meeting, and there's customers up front, and there's shipping problems, and there's, you know, like, everything. I One mean, of my regrets in life is my mom is a um, custom drapery lady, and she has, like, five or six Big ass fucking machines and everything. Me, my brother and sister, none of us learned to sew from her. Oh, I'll we teach you. I'll it's teach stupid. You. It was a dumb yeah. idea. I should have done it. I make like, a joke, got... but you're just sewing straight lines. Yeah, she's got <laughs> Lo- <laughs> right. she's got loads yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And she fixes anything yeah. I, I ask her to mm-hmm. in, pr- in pretty straight away. I should have had her teach me. I mean, not that she can. It's can't. an amazing she's... skill. Yeah. It's cool because you can see, like, I mean, even like not even on the dog side, like talk, you know, where I was talking to Lee about this, like, you know, modern icon, like making like fun stuff for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know I mean? Like the tug dangler was for me. Yeah. Tug dangler wasn't for anybody else. I just wanted to hold a tug on my belt and then I put it on the plate carrier. Can I, can I say tug dangler is interesting. Man. You're welcome. It, yeah. it matches your I mustache. Want, yeah. <laughs> I wanted it to be weird. Right. No, it was because, uh, 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 med, uh, med pouch underneath oh. is called a med dangler. Oh, okay. So that's why we call oh. it a tug dangler. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. All right. Cool. Keep it simple. Like a, a porn, my porn name. That's why the stash is there, buddy. <laughs> How often do you have people that use your stuff uh, kind of in unintended ways? So this guy <laughs> named Ted Summers, right? He's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> no, I, uh, it's, it's funny because, you know, like that happens a lot with like, uh, particularly what he's talking about is our primal gauntlets. And um, we had done a job that I can't really talk about and um, that had made these kind of gauntlets because they had to be super thin to lay under and they couldn't puncture just in case something happened. Um, and then, so we wanted to kind of market them. So we changed them and designed them differently and made them so where they weren't even close to what we had them originally made for, for the primal gauntlets. And the idea that Mike and I talked about was, I always had this idea that I wanted to make a KMPV like, American, le- American suit. Yeah. Yeah, so like the leather with like just the layer on top. And that really wasn't flourishing because like, you know, if you talk to um, anybody else, if you ever get, if you ever been in a Camby V suit and you get the elbow bit, holy yeah. Yeah, no. you won't do it. Again holy if you can avoid shit. It. You or an MVBK fit. suit and anything yeah. other than forearms and shins. Dude, your, your, your <laughs> hand goes numb and you're like, I'm, it's gone. It's yeah. gone forever. My arm fell off. Uh, yeah. No, it's a so, permanent Dutch rudder. Yeah. So um, what I do is I had to prove to what the job that we were doing, I had to prove that the dogs could bite me without puncturing. And so I knew that they would. And then of course I send fucking a bunch of them to Ted and Ted sends me a video of him putting on a suit. A, a, Hobo suit, yeah, a, thank a you. suit jacket, yeah, it not was a, a bite suit, suit jacket from fucking Goodwill. <laughs> and he puts, he just slides his hand in, and he just looks at the camera, smiles, and walks up to this table and just hammer. This dog just hammers his wrist, and just the pain in his eyes. And then he like, and then he, you know, the dog outed, and he comes off of it, and he goes, "It didn't go through." And he's like, he's like, it's a good product, man. <laughs> just like. 
I was like, put, I was like, do not put that on the internet. Do not put that on the internet. And he goes, oh, it's already on there, man. I sent you this after. And well, I was like, like, oh my god. Like, so then we have to come up with a whole disclosure <laughs> thing, to, you know? Yeah, now there's a disclaimer on the website. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, that's the tug dangler. I, I gave it to a bunch of Ranger dudes, one seven five guys, and they're like, "What are these used for?" And I was like, "Do not send me videos. Do not send me videos of whatever you're going to do. Use whatever you're for. thinking of. Yeah, you know what it's used for. You yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, all right, cool, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate no, you coming. Thank in. you guys. Yeah, I can't believe we never had you on. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah it's because you guys hate me. So exactly. no, we do I mean, see we you like, often. So sponsor the podcast. We don't. No, I'm kidding. Right. No, I absolutely thank you guys so much for having me on. Me having you. Whatever that We're was. We're going to try that again. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, guys. Yeah. And uh, buy Ray Allen equipment. Yeah, rayallen.com. Check yeah. them out. Boom. Cool. Later. You got your reasons. I got my wants. Still got that feeling, but I'm too old to die young now. Working Dog Radio was graciously granted permission to use this music by Brother Deeg. Be sure to check him out at brotherdeeg.blogspot.com. That's spelled brother, D-E-G-E. Blogspot.com. Be sure to buy him a beer at Amazon, iTunes, or CD Baby, or anywhere you stream your music. Working Dog Radio was edited and co-produced by Alicia Brandt.